Well, hello. Thank you for downloading this podcast. This is the first podcast for the Richard Flint Photography Podcast. It'll probably be a complete disaster. Really, these are experimental. I have to admit this, folks. They are... Just, I'm just trying something new, and I've been planning these for a long time. I first started messing around with the idea of doing a podcast about 18 months ago, two years ago, and I couldn't really find a simple way of doing it, to be, and that was really the problem, to be brutally honest. And in the last six months, uh, there has been a couple of really, really good websites that have come along and... I've been able to spend some time developing a system, getting it ready, getting the web pages ready, and also studying some other podcasts to get some ideas of how I can develop the program, my little podgrams, as I would call them. And here we are. There's going to be six audio podcasts a year, and there's also going to be six video podcasts a year plus a few little specials here and there. The audio and the video are going to differ in content. The audio are going to be more me discussing things, things that might be in the news, photographers, shows that I've been to, books that I've seen, read, pictures that I've seen, incidents that I've been involved with, photo shoots, etc, etc. The video is going to concentrate on places and activities that I'm doing. I might be shooting somewhere. One of the things which will be coming up, which I intend to cover, will be me working on the film Christian, which is due to start filming very soon. And it sounds as though I'm going to be using some state-of-the-art cameras on that. There are... Uh, plans to use Red One cameras, which are state-of-the-art digital cinematic cameras. They are beautiful, beautiful things. And it will be nice for me to sort of show you a bit of the background about what I'll be doing in that. I'm director of photography for the film, which is quite... It's going to be quite a challenge, and it's quite an honour to do it, really. My friend Matt has put a lot of uh, faith in me. So, hopefully I can deliver. I will deliver, I promise. So I can I can do the video podcasts, and the great thing is about them, all of these will be available to download from the, from the website, and the, probably the easiest way to do it is by using iTunes. That's the easy way to do it. There is another RSS link which you can subscribe to, but I would recommend taking the iTunes um, way because... Uh, Quite honestly, it just simplifies everything and whenever I release a new podcast, it will be automatically downloaded for you and you'll be able to watch it on iTunes. So it's really simple. Well, this first podcast, I thought I would discuss me. I know that sounds a bit arrogant, but I thought the best place to start really was how I got involved with photography. It's a bit of a long story, really, but it starts in 1984, late 1984, as far as I can remember. It is a long way back. And I was in Conway. I would be aged about 12. And there was this chemist shop in Conway. Now, Conway is a beautiful, beautiful 
medieval town. It's got medieval walls and a brilliant old medieval castle. Conway is a town in North Wales, by the way. It's it's not that far away from the mountains in Snowdonia. It's got this. It's, it's a beautiful place to start taking pictures and. I went and bought this camera. Now I've got it in front of me. It's a Hanimex 88X. And quite frankly, it's just a plastic box with an orange button on the top. It cost me £14, so it cost all of my summer holiday money. But it was... I don't know, there was just something hypnotic about it. I was just looking at it and looking at the box, and I thought, I don't know why, but I want that. So I went and bought it and started taking pictures here and there. It was dead simple to use. It's cartridge film, so you just bung it in, wind it on a bit, take your pictures, wind it on a bit, and then take your cartridge out, and hey, presto, you've got your, uh, your pictures ready to send away. So it was dead easy to use. And really, the, de the definitive point for using this came about a year later when I went to London. I went down with my family to visit my auntie and uncle and I took this camera and I took a couple of rolls of film down in London and I really did enjoy that. There was plenty to photograph as you would expect in the capital and I just really enjoyed using the camera and I realised that I wanted to carry on taking pictures. So I ended up buying another camera which was a, a a compact camera i didn't really have that one very long but it was during that period that i suddenly got an interest in photojournalism i was off school i can't remember whether it was a legitimate illness i had or whether i was just skiving off probably the latter but shh don't tell anybody when a program came on the television on bbc2 in the afternoon and it was called Dispatches. And it was about a photojournalist called Tim Page. And Page had been a photographer who had worked extensively in uh, Southeast Asia during the Vietnam era. The Vietnam War era, that is. And it was a hypnotic program because it, it, it was uh, showing him in 1979... That's when the film had been made of him. And what he would do is he would go out of his uh, basement flat, he would go down to the local store, and he would purchase a bottle of whiskey and a few nibbles. And what he would do is he would just go back to his flat and stick the projector on and just go through all of his old photographs that he'd taken ten years before, or, or in some cases longer. Basically, he was a damaged human being. He was someone trying to come to terms with what had happened to him during the war. He was someone probably suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. But it was the images that were coming up on the screen and on, on his wall were absolutely hypnotic. They, they sort of like burned into you. And I realised at that point that photojournalism was something that I was going to find fascinating. And among that time, I also started getting interested in Don McCullen's work as well. So that by the time I reached the end of my school years, which would be about 88, 89, I had... Well, I'd, I'd, I'd built up quite 
a bit of knowledge about a few photographers. I certainly wasn't as educated as I thought I was. But I'd also invested in uh, an SLR camera, a film camera, that where you could change the lenses. So that was a big step. But to a certain extent, I started coming up against a few issues, uh, one of which was I was continually using colour film. And although this was brilliant creatively, I just felt as though I'd hit a brick wall, really. Um, I suppose you could say it was sort of like a writer's block had come in, and I just needed a new challenge. Unfortunately, my art teacher at school decided that I was rubbish at drawing, and I wasn't very good at making pots. In fact, I was rubbish at making pots as well, I'll be honest. So I ended up in the dark room, and in the dark room it was... Um, it was really where I got the photography bug. It really bit hard there. I realised this was something that I wanted to do with my life. And I kept on taking pictures and printing them in the darkroom and things, and gradually my skills got better. I can still remember my first photographic print coming up in a developing fluid in the tray. And just thinking, you know, this is magical, this picture's just appearing before my eyes. And it just really opened a, a new, um, a whole, whole load of new creative possibilities. Anyway, after, after school, I sort of had a few jobs and things and wondered about what I was going to do. And then I decided that I would go for photography. For some reason, uh, I sort of like went off of it and then sort of drifted back into it again. Maybe I needed a break or something like that. But anyway, I went I went back into it, started taking pictures again and managed to get on to uh managed to get onto a rather good course up in Middlesbrough at the art college there, which eventually led on to doing a HND, which led on to doing a degree, which eventually led on to me becoming a professional photographer. So it was a long process, but it was well worth it. The first course that I actually ended up on at art college was a television film and photography course. It just wasn't purely photography. And the main reason why I did that was because I wanted to have more than one option. I just didn't want just a photography option. Eventually I decided to go with photography rather than filmmaking or uh, television work. But I think uh, going on that course was really, really important because these days with multimedia production, photographers are often taking video as well as still images. So all of those lessons that I learnt on that television film course turn out to be very useful. Right, well that's it for today, This is for this month's podcast. And uh, hopefully it hasn't been too boring to listen to. The next one will be a video podcast and that will be available at the end of April. I still don't know what that might be about. It might be about uh, my work with Christian, which is a vampire movie that I'm working on, of course, which is being shot in beautifully atmospheric seaside town of Whitby in Yorkshire. It's a fantastic place to set a vampire movie. Right then, that's it. It's the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for taking the time to download this, if you downloaded this podcast. Until the next time, goodbye. For more information on these podcasts, go to the website at richardflintphoto.com forward slash html forward slash podcasts. <laughs>